School PR professionals spend a week or two each year networking, if they're lucky. We pour into this professional development and the conversations drive us in our work. Collaboration is one of the best parts of our job, but then we go back to our daily work and the buzz of bright conversations and innovation starts to wear off. Welcome to School PR Happy Hour. We seek to create a shared space of collaboration and an opportunity to continue those conversations long after the closing sessions of our state and national conferences. We are a community, a community of communicators that lean on each other in hard times and learn from each other regularly. This podcast is about just that, getting to know each other better and sharing our passions about furthering education one story at a time. What's up, everybody, and welcome into another episode of School PR Happy Hour. My name's Justin Deering. I'm a communications specialist for CISO Communications, and I'm super excited about this February 15th episode. If you recall the last three seasons on this episode, we kind of take a step back and do something a little bit more fun. In the past, we've brought you interviews with our children, with our spouses, a full campaign breakdown of kids superintendent a couple years ago, all kinds of fun things. This episode today, though, is just a moment for us to step back and reflect on just how unique and wonderful the school PR community is. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with a recently named Inspra 35 Under 35 member who is just a light in school PR who is very encouraging and is always involved and super fun to talk to. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation and thanks for being here. Hello, this is Dr. Jill from Class Intercom, and we're honored to once again be the official sponsor of School PR Happy Hour. I spent 30 years in education as a teacher and administrator, so I know the challenges schools face when it comes to social media. Class Intercom makes approvals, moderation, reporting, and archiving easy. With our support, schools and districts are able to champion student voice and tell impactful stories that engage their communities. To learn more, contact Jill at classintercom.com or visit classintercom.com. All right, welcome back into another episode of School PR Happy Hour, guys. We are so excited. It's the Valentine's episode. If you know the history of the Valentine's episode, it's always a fun one. We kind of steer away from professional development and kind of go into a different route. This year, we really want to talk about just how great you guys are and how great the school PR community is with helping each other and the good work we're doing for students. And I'm excited to bring in one of my Peloton friends and one of my friends from Twitter that we that we interact with and just kind of know a lot of things that are going on. Elisha Seals, how are you doing? Thank you for being here today. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So let, uh, let's just dive into it like we normally do. And I would love to hear your story about how you got to the position you're at and talk a little bit about your district and kind of what, what your role is there. Yeah, so I have an interesting journey how I got here. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in photography and art history and um, ended up in a small town in Kansas and there was a, a marketing position open and I just had the right skill set. was lucky enough to kind of be in the right place at the right time and became the director of marketing for a large bank in Southeast Kansas. And I loved it. I enjoyed the work. I enjoyed the creativity. Um, but I was missing this little piece where I actually felt like I was directly helping people. So I knew that I was proud of the work I was doing. I knew it was good work. It was quality and and I could enjoy it for that reason, but it wasn't like a loan officer that was like meeting customers and really helping them. 
And this job popped up on my Facebook feed and I was like, this exists. This is a job. I could do what I'm doing for the bank, but in education. And I just, I really was shocked that this job was a thing. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's kind of like once people ask me what I do and I explain it, they're, they're a little shocked too, but, um, applied, ended up over here in that process. I also got my master's in communications and then I have now a second master's in career and technical education. Um, my role at the school district is public information director and I'm a one person show which is interesting with over 3,000 students, but um, never a dull moment. (laughs) My background is CTE as well. I was a CTE teacher before uh, I went into the administration office and I knew, I mean, I taught video production, radio broadcasting, podcasting, all that thing. And they called and said, hey, we want you to come be our video guy at the district and tell all the school stories, not just yours. And I, I think my same thought was, that exists? Like, you'll pay me yeah. more than you're paying me now? To do yeah. that. I will take it. So yeah, that's, so that's cool. Great. I didn't know you had a CT background. So that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of a fluke thing. And I, it, I, I believe in timing. It all worked out. And I was like, okay, heck yeah. If the door opens, I'm walking through it. And uh, that's what happened. And that's, that's how I got here. <laughs> that's cool. That's kind of the same thing with me is my, I actually took over the classroom for my high school video teacher. And then he went into admin to do the communications job. And then he got a job at a different district five years after I started teaching. And he was like, you want my job again? And I was like, yes, I would love it. So like, <laughs> just I kind keep of, getting cooler and yeah. cooler jobs. So I, I was like, yeah, just keep I'm just going to keep, keep following you wherever <laughs> you go. And you just, when you're done there, you tell him Justin's ready. So well, another big thing that happened last week, and um, congratulations on this. We I do want to talk about it. You were named to this year's Inspiris 35 Under 35 class. Um, I was named two or three classes ago back when I was under 35, um, and I think they announced it, and two days later I turned 36, so I timed out pretty quick. But, you know, this is an award that is, uh, is recognition that's given based on nominations from your peers. So it's that people who know you and see the work you're doing, respect the work you're doing, nominate you, write really nice things about you. So from that, uh, from that aspect of it, knowing that it's your friends and your peers that nominated you, what's that mean to you to know that there's people out there that truly do respect the work and see the hard work you're doing? Yeah, I get really emotional when I talk about this one. Um, there's a lot of different achievable things in school PR you know, gold medallions and things like that. And you can so be so proud of that work, but there's something really just meaningful about the fact that I didn't put myself in the hat for this one. Um, I had two incredible people who nominated me and hearing that was just, I was just really overwhelmed with that emotion of like someone sees it. Cause you know, we, we really do often put all that thought into that timing of the music with the video and all the thought into every post and you just, sometimes you just wonder like, are people seeing that, that extra effort or, or is it a waste of energy? And it's really easy to get kind of caught in that idea of like, no one cares if the kid raising his hands lines up with the up in the music. And um, that's a, just a recent example, but it was just really, really moving um, to just to see that and people that I respect, you know, just have to have them say, Hey, we want to elevate you here. It just adds another layer of like, just that wow of, uh, again, I'm just overwhelmed a little bit with emotion thinking about it. It's a big honor. Good. And congratulations. It's awesome. And like, I know same thing with me, 
going back to your first answer when you said, I really need to be, I, I know that I need to be in a job that's making some sort of impactful change. So whether yeah. that's in a district in my current role with CISO, or we're still working directly with districts and helping them with messaging and different things we're doing for them. Um, there was a time when I left education for the summer. I like took the whole summer off and went and worked another job for three months and immediately knew I can go, like you said, photography, video, I've got the skills, but doing it for, this was for on actually like an, a gun accessory company, which random okay. now, now I'm like, Whoa, why did I do that? But <laughs> dodge. Oh, I almost said dodge a bullet. Bad, bad timing. But, uh, <laughs> I knew immediately it wasn't the impact that I wanted to have. And then coming back and then getting into the admin building and starting to learn the communication side, the strategy side, and really seeing how, like you said, the music in a video is purposeful. The, the design yeah. of a graphic design, the writing we do in crisis is there's a reason behind everything. And I know right. there's multiple times I've sat back and be like, man, no one even notices this. I watched the video and I'm like, I did that for this reason. And my wife's yeah. like, I didn't even notice, you know, but to know that there's people out there that recognized it and nominated you and pushed you through to this, that that's awesome. And congratulations. The class is, is stacked. I look at the list of people you're on there with, and it is, um, it's a lot of really big names and really cool. Like a lot of my friends are on there and it's just, it's yeah. fun to watch people that, that deserve the recognition, get the recognition they get. So congratulations, I'm excited. Thank I got you. to talk to you like three days after they announced it. I immediately <laughs> texted you. Rapid. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, today's episode is all about, it's, I think I, when I texted you, I think I said, this one's all just about good vibes. Let's just make people Heck feel yeah. real good about the job <laughs> they're doing. You said, that's my bag. Let's go. So let's just start at the top. Let's start with the school PR community. And in your thoughts and your experience with the school PR community, what makes us so different? What makes the school PR community so great? And just why do you enjoy working within this community so much? I go back to my first Canspra. I'm in Kansas, so I'm in our, our state is Canspra. And I had been doing this job March to October with really no networking. Um, a few people had reached out, you should join this Canspra thing. And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And just kind of I was just trying to grind. I went to this conference and the last day I went to say goodbye to the current president and I just started crying. And she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, here's the deal. I have, I didn't know that there were other people who knew exactly how this felt. Right. This job that just, it really does take so much heart to do this work and it can be really isolating. And the thing about in a district where everyone else is doing something completely different than what you're doing. The thing about the hashtag school PR group is once I found it, it was just, it was absolutely uh, life-changing. It really was. I could reach out. Someone else has already done this. Someone mm -hmm. else has already faced this issue or a positive thing. You know, I have this cool idea. Has someone else already learned from this or what can we do together? And, something that's really cool that's happening is all of these districts, there's this competitive spirit because we all want to be our own best, right. but there isn't this like against each other. It's all about, it's an all boats rise. It's all about if I can elevate my neighbor, then we all do better. And that's just such a unique competitive nature. I'm like, oh, I, can, I can stay in this vibe here. Right. Like I like this space. So yeah, it's, it's been a pretty incredible community. 
I've always I've always compared the school PR community, and this is kind of a weird example, but to I was a powerlifter in high school, and we'd go to these powerlifting meets, and yeah, I want to win the powerlifting meet, but I'll be real yeah. honest, if my best friend, who's also my biggest rival, is about to try to squat six hundred pounds, you better yeah. believe I'm gonna be high fiving him when he's done because that's real cool. Yeah, you're just as hype in the corner. Yeah, yeah, so it 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 is that kind of group, and it's a family group. It's a group that you know when you have those times where hey, this is a tough issue, and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You'll have 15, 20, 30 people come out of the woodworks back. Here's what happened here. Here's how we dealt with it. Yeah. Or those good things. When good things happen, Hey, that was great. We're going to steal yeah. that, that kind of thing. So I, uh, I look back at, you know, my journey through school PR and I guess it was probably it was, at this point, it was three and a half, almost four years ago, my dad passed away. And whenever it happened, I don't know who it was, but someone scheduled, like made a spreadsheet and said, Hey, Pick a day, check on Justin for 30 days. And yeah. every day I got a text message or an email or a Twitter message or something to say, hey, are you good? What do you need for 30 days? And I remember thinking, I'm not that important. Like, I'm like, I think at that point I was a year into school PR or maybe yeah. a year. You are that PR. important though, just to be clear. Yeah. Well, but thank go you. Ahead. I appreciate <laughs> but I just, it, it was one of those moments where I was like, man, this is, this is different. Like teachers, teachers yeah. have each other's back, but this is a, li- this is different. So I, yeah. um. I just love the community and like the small groups, the little small groups that have spun off from it. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> as goofy as the name is, we have the Pillow Pals, I think is the name of the Twitter group we're all in where we I talk about. So. We should think about renaming that group. <laughs> but we, uh, we'll brainstorm we brainstorm that after this call. <laughs> yeah, we get in there and we start talking about like what rides and hey, if you want to get on on Saturday and just encouraging. And, and then you've got different groups that already are planning meetups before Inspra. Um, yeah. I just think it is, it's great. The friendships that are built out of it and yeah. the opportunities you have to grow, not just in your craft, but as a, as a person, um, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, there's probably, I mean, I, there are people I met at Inspra, which was an, just like Christmas for me because it was like, I would see them in person and I was like, oh, you're real. Like it was just such a cool, these people who've been supporting me for two years now and we've been talking and I got to see them in person. It was such a, I felt like a little fangirl because the, these people who I've been looking up to, they're not in a little circle or square or whatever shape your profile picture is now on Twitter, but it was just really incredible. And they were just as excited to see, like you said, little old me, like it just felt just so reciprocal and it's, it's a unique community. I've been in athletics. I've been in marketing. I've been, I mean, just different groups for years. And there's something really special about this group of people. Well, I'll say this. Um, I know we weren't going to get into PD too much on this, but when was your first Inspra? Was it two years ago you said? or It was Chicago. Chicago. Awesome. So yeah. let's talk about that. Going into Chicago, first time at Inspra, you had a little experience at Canspra. But like, I remember yeah. my first inspo walking in and I knew nobody. Only person I knew was Julie yeah. Phantom, which honestly was probably the smartest person to know there because I knew everybody <laughs> by the time I left. Yeah. But when you went into that first inspo and didn't really know a ton of folks, you knew them through Twitter. Um, it's a little overwhelming. It's a little like, yeah. oh, there's a lot of people here and I'm just, and again, this is me talking. I'm just me. This is me. Yeah. Um, if you were talking to somebody, somebody's listening right now who's going to their first inspo this summer. What kind yeah. of advice would you give them walking into their first inspir or their first state, their first state chapters or state conference? 
Um, Just as diving in, what would your advice be? I mean, truly remember that these are your people. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, someone else is feeling overwhelmed too. Like there's not, there's not an isolated emotion in that room. You are supported and however you're feeling. And that was one thing that really stood out to me at Inspro was there was an encouragement if you needed to just take a session where you went to coffee with other professionals or stayed in your room. It was encouraged. It was all about how can we fill you back up so that you can go back to your districts and feel awesome. So it was just such a 